everyone, and welcome to Making Sales Social Live, brought to you by Social Sales Link. I'm Bob Woods, the LinkedIn Sherpa, and I'm joined by fellow LinkedIn and social selling professional, aka the LinkedIn Whisperer. Hope that Hi, Bob. Hey, how you doing, Bryn? I am so good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. For today's episode, we're going to get a little corporate. Now, that doesn't mean boring, though, or anything like that. But we are going to talk. It's never boring. But it's never boring. Not with you, Bob. I'm never bored when I'm with you. That's excellent. Let's just cross our fingers that our audience feels the same. So we are going to talk about rolling out LinkedIn and social selling to an entire sales team or even a sales force within a company. So even though this episode is getting corporate, there are still plenty of takeaways for smaller companies and even individual salespeople to use. So we're not forgetting anyone in our audience. So everyone's gonna have something coming out of this. Simply put, LinkedIn and social selling can be done wrong, very, very wrong. But if you follow these steps, you can get your sales team or yourself on the right path pretty much immediately after rollout. So there's so much going on here. We're actually gonna split this into two parts. Today is part one, but there's an ebook we've developed that accompanies this entire little mini series that we have called LinkedIn for Social Selling Program Rollout Checklist. Boy, that rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? You can find it at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout, which does roll off the tongue. And uh, you can be ahead of the class if you want, because we all know people who want to be ahead of the class. I used to be one of them by downloading at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. So let's get to the individual items for part one. So for number one, you know, you gotta start at the beginning. And when you start at the beginning, you really need to look at the end or the desired outcome. So you do that by establishing goals and KPIs or key performance indicators, if you don't know what that means. And yes, believe it or not, this can be done with social selling. Most people use social selling to have more sales conversations with targeted connections. Uh, so we've got some that you can use here. There are other KPIs that you can set with social selling as well. This is just to kind of get your thought processes rolling. Do you want to take those three, Bryn, or should I just well, keep Even on? before that, I really Let's... want to talk about like what you said, because I think this is really important. I just want to spend another minute on beginning yeah. with the end in mind. Yeah. So, you know, as a sales leader, or even if you're doing this for yourself, we really have to define what do we want to get out of this program? Uh, some of it, and, and, and we have three, we have, there's so many KPIs we can focus on, but so much of what we do on LinkedIn is these random acts of social. We come on, we like, we engage, maybe we connect with someone, maybe we post something. It's all kind of like, hey, in the moment, what am I doing? 
But we have to look at is, especially when we're rolling out a program like this, what are the things that I want to achieve at the end? So, you know, in, in 60 days, when we look back, what, what do we want to have achieved in 90 days in 120 days in one year? And when we know the goals that we want to achieve, we can then set KPIs or what are the activities that we need to put in place to achieve those goals. You know, that's where I wanted to start with this before we actually go into like, what can we measure? Because I think for all of us, this is really important because if we don't know what we want to get, then we don't know if what we're doing is successful. Absolutely. And and, and I think that's really important at, at the corporate and enterprise level, because I think a lot of these people are thinking, oh my God, my salespeople are going to be on LinkedIn all day long and they're not going to be doing anything. And how do I know if they're being successful or not? Because they don't know that you can establish real goals and KPIs that can be tracked so that they are being productive and yet they are forming the types of relationships that you want them to form to have the sales that obviously everybody wants them to have. Yeah. So the first one, Number of targeted new connections in a de defined time frame. So if you have weekly meetings with your sales reps or you know, bi-monthly or monthly, we want to determine, and, and by the way, when we roll out these KPIs, we they've got to be nimble enough that if we're not hitting goals by our defined time, that we can change them and modify them based on the results that we're receiving. But this is a big one. So if we've decided we want... Jane, the SDR, to have 50 new right connections this month, targeted CEOs in the Lexington, Kentucky area, right? We know exactly the types of people that she should be going after. We can actually do that search with a first degree connection filter, grab that link and save it. And then when it's time to meet with her again, if, we, if she clicks on that link again, it's going to go to that dynamic search and we'll be able to see how many new targeted connections were added to that search. Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we go on to the next one, let's, let's just show Jack's comment really quick. Jack Hubbard, our friend and pal, the great thing about LinkedIn KPIs is that they are lead this, they are lead measures. So leading, lead leading, as, in terms yeah. of time, not like lead as in terms of sales lead. They are lead measures, not leg measures like sales made. So, right. So I think that's like the top of the pipeline. These are leading measures that we can identify if we're putting enough new people into our sales process. I love that. He has another one here too, which is connect the KPIs, like connections to conversations, tracking that create co coaching moments. Absolutely. And that's the whole point and why we're spending so much time on number one, which is defining those KPIs. Really important. So number two is number of warm introductions from clients and referrals partner. This referral partners rather. So this one's easily trackable. It depends um, on your salespeople, but it's pretty yeah. trackable. Yeah. And so in your CRM, if you have referral partners, so you're going to have your opportunities, right? But if you have referral partners that you add and you can track, you can put them in as, you know, categorize them as a referral partner.
They could also be a client, but in this case, let's just say we can track that. And then there's a place for us to add notes and URLs of LinkedIn people we're asking for introductions to. And then those folks, you know, if they become a conversation that they will now have a their own uh, instance in your CRM. And then you should link the two together, right? That, that there's a way that you can see who referred who. But what you need to do, and this is something you could go to the IT department to, you need to put in a, like we have normal CRM, right? Like first conversation, second conversation, proposal sent. Like we have the sales process. We want to have a warm market process also. So um, request made, conversation had, list of people they're going to introduce, list of people that we're going to name drop. And then when those people convert into a, a contact inside of your CRM, that that becomes a win, right? Like that becomes your sales process. I know that sounds like a lot. If you have questions, reach out to us for sure. Yeah. It's just like any other CRM work. You know, it is a little bit to get it in there, but once it's in there, man, you're, you're, you're golden. You're, you're good to go. And that actually gets into the third one that, that we're going to suggest that you track is number of conversations booked and then completed, which Brent has already gone over a little bit. I like to think of this one as number of conversations booked from LinkedIn activity and then completed because you can book conversations. However, tracking LinkedIn specific conversations booked though is really good because you can then have this set number where, where you can look back and say, okay, this is a good KPI, we can continue with this number. Or like Bryn said, you'd be nimble enough. It's like, uh, maybe we, we need to go back on this, or maybe we, we need to up it a little bit too. It just depends on how your efforts are going. Awesome. Let's go to number two. Number two, again, rolling directly out of number one, buyer identification and mapping. So uh, just remember that the Challenger Sales Study found that there are at least 6.7 influencers on average for any enterprise sale. So you're going to be talking to a lot more than just one person. So to do that, here's like a real quick rundown. We, we can go over these in particular, but you should do the following. So number one, research your best clients. Number two, record wait, 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 all wait, wait, let's, of let's, what let's, we, let's, we're going back. All right. all right. We wait, can do go. whatever we want to do. It's our I show. love that. Okay. <laughs> so research our best clients. What does that mean? What I want you to do is look at every single person inside of a client that you've engaged with. There are decision makers. There are influencers slash shoppers slash people that have some kind of input in the decision. And there are the users of whatever it is that you do. There could be overlap, but what I want you to do is take inventory of all of those people in your best clients. Look at what are their titles, because when we go to buy your map, we want to match as best as possible. Also take a look at other titles that they could be under in another company, but definitely start there. Okay, Bob, second one. Record all of the titles of the people who you want to speak to, because, you know, 
an SDR is probably not someone who, who you want to speak to when it comes to selling into a company, but a vice president, a district man, or, you know, someone at the district level, someone at the corporate level, these are the types of people that you want to be recording the, the, the titles that they hold. The next thing is, is identify your industries. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Right, like we tend, so one of the our strongest industries are financial services which is actually, um, you know, insurance, banking, securities. It just, we just attract that. We have a lot of that and we love that business. We love lots of business. But if we're going to go out to market, let's look at our top three or so industries that we love to serve that we're really good at. So this is really important, right? Who do we love to work with? Where do we have the biggest impact? And selfishly, what industries have budget? There are, like, I could go nonprofit. I love them, but we wouldn't be able to eat, right? So, I mean, there are some nonprofits with budget, but generally you want to go after like that trifecta, who you love to work with, where you have the biggest impact and who's got a budget. Yep. The next one is, is, is big because, because this is where you get to, to kind of translate what you do into how to do it on LinkedIn. And that's match any persona filters that you have with the filters that LinkedIn has when it comes to searches. And this is where, and we're going to talk about tools in a minute, but this is where sales navigator can, can come in because it's so powerful and the, and the filters that they have in sales navigator are just so much more targeted and focused and just useful, quite frankly, rather than what you find in the free version of LinkedIn. Yes. And the answer, so someone, Laura asked, um, do you use Boolean search? We do use Boolean search in LinkedIn.com, but to Bob's point, most of what we do is in sales navigator. If you are rolling out a social selling program or you are truly using LinkedIn for social selling, sales navigator is what we advise. Next thing is build out your org charts, which is something else that the Sales Navigator makes makes easy with its buyer map. Yeah, love yeah you it. can do love that. Love it so much. Three layers, absolutely. Yep. And then the, the last one is identifying your social proximity to the influencers, to influencers. So are they your direct connection or first degree connection, or are they a secondary degree connection, which means that you need to go through someone else to get an introduction to that influencer. And there are all different kinds of ways to do that as well that we teach here on the regular at Social Sales Link that just makes it easier than, you know, than reaching out to someone cold. It's always better to have a good quality introduction or a name drop rather than just trying to go after someone cold. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is like kind of a cornerstone of what we teach. So when you map out your right buyers, we want to go high and warm, as high and warm as we possibly can go. But one of the mistakes people make is they go as high as they can go that when it's not warm, right? So they go high and cold, but they're like, we've been taught our whole careers to go as high as we can and get pushed down. 
But what we have found when you go as warm as you possibly can and get pushed up, it's even more successful than cold pushed down. So go as high and warm as possible. Absolutely. So number three on our on, on our hit parade and cavalcade, and this one is just is so hugely, hugely important that that we teach it and we also develop these as well. So value centric profile development. So you really need to transform your sales team members profiles from something, you know, that they copied and pasted from their resume. Who who really cares about that? into powerful landing pages that attract, teach, and engage your buyers, and that eventually develops trust with your buyers. So a lot of steps here. We're going to list them real quick, but let's just talk a little bit about profile development in, in general. And it's like I said, it's something that we really concentrate on here at Social Sales Link because everything that your salespeople do on LinkedIn pushes the people who they're engaging with, who they're attracting through their content and all that stuff, it pushes them to the profile. So that profile need, it's huge. It needs to be as strong as possible. And like I said, it needs to attract, teach and engage the buyer so that the trust gets, starts getting developed and it's much, much easier to get that initial conversation based on just what's in the profile. It can happen. Mm -hmm. It has happened. It will continue to happen as long as it's a strong value centric profile. Yeah, I love this. And and so there's two ways to think about this. And by the way, there are seven tips in the ebook that we're not going to go deep into now. You can certainly go download that. But conceptually, I want you guys to start thinking about this shifting from a profile uh, from a, a resume to a resource, right? Like, I think this is absolutely foundational. If you are looking to engage your ideal buyers, you have to earn the right. You have to earn the right to get the engagement. You have to earn the right to get the call. And the only way we can do this with strangers is by bringing them value. When we bring them value, we create trust and credibility we create curiosity. Um, you know, if we're teaching them something new and they're thinking differently about their current solution, we earn the right. And our profile, as Bob said, where you know all roads lead back to our profile, it is so important that we do this. The number one tip I want to talk about before we go to the next thing. And by the way, if you have questions about profile, Bob is a genius at LinkedIn profile and positioning. Definitely connect with him on LinkedIn and ask him those questions. Um, but but um, the one thing I want to leave this section with is stop, lead to your solution, not with your solution. So that's by adding value, not by pitch. And make sure that when someone consumes your profile, that you master the ask offer ratio. You ask them to invest their time in order to consume your content. At the end of that time, your content is your profile. At the end of that invested time, if they walk away saying, man, I got great value, you've earned the right to get the call. And sometimes it even creates inbound, which will start to blow your mind, right? Because that's about bringing that value. So that is foundational. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So let's now get to number four. And this has to do with digital productivity. So like I said, 
something that we strongly, strongly, strongly recommend is Sales Navigator, especially the, and I can never remember the names advanced. of the individual levels, it's but advanced. the one that includes Smart Links. Ad advanced. Advanced, advanced, of course. So um, Smart Links are really important because you can build like entire, I want to call them like mini landing sites. I'm not sure if yeah, you have a landing pages. For it. Yeah, landing pages to where you can put in all types of information. You can put in a, a Calendly calendar link, which is another one of the productivity tools that we recommend. And then you can use that as well to really deliver value. And then if they want to book a call with you, they can go ahead and just use Calendly link. By the way, if you do have Calendly and you do have links, also put that in your profile in your about section. Great. So let's talk just, just to bring in. So smart links is a content hub that you mm -hmm. can upload or link things to. The magic is when someone clicks on it, you get to see what are they looking at? What did they download? How long were they there? And those become actionable opportunities. So I uh, highly recommend that. Calendly, as you mentioned, is the second one. Um, I could never manage my schedule without Calendly. And it makes it so easy for other people to schedule with you. I'm going to just side tip, social selling tip. Don't ever cold send your calendar link out without this message. First of all, you have to get them to say, yes, I'd like to talk with you. Once you've, mm -hmm. they, you've gotten that, send the message that says, excellent, I'm looking forward to it. Please let me know your preferred way of scheduling. If it happens to be calendar, calendar, a calendar link, here is mine. And the reason is there are still people that find it offensive if you just send the link. Yep. So let's quickly go through some of the other ones we use. Obviously, Zoom. Zoom. Yeah, right. Zoom is fantastic. Um, Smart Links is, uh, uh, Don Chester asked if Smart Links is actually a LinkedIn tool or separate add-on. That is a part of the advanced package of Sales Navigator. Yeah, so I don't know if you consider that a, an add-on or what. But it's that's not, it's a LinkedIn thing. tool. It's, it's, an, <laughs> it's native to LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is native to LinkedIn. Yeah, that's that's yep. a good way to put it. So the next tool that we strongly advise is Canva. Mm -hmm. It is so as and and Zoom, obviously. We we just did that. Uh Canva is a great way to make graphics. There are all kind if if you are not um graphic uh savvy like me, you can create all kinds of just wonderful looking things with Canva. They have a set of templates that is just second to none. It's very easy to use. You don't need to know how to use like a Photoshop type of thing to use Canva. It's very, very easy to use. We absolutely love it. Yeah. And then there are a few other things I'm just going to throw out really fast yep, throw them out. For, for curating content. And yep. our favorite, Get Magical, one of our favorites, Get Magical, it's a Chrome extension that's short code that you can store all of your um, all of your templates. And with one click or a short code, you don't have to retype anything. If you go to socialsaleslink.com slash magical, we've got 17 templates, templates that you can download once you sign up really a fabulous way uh, to, to save time on LinkedIn. So, so we have gone time. 
Speaking of time, we have gone through, oh my God, and we knew this was going to be so long. That's why we decided to split it into two parts. So next week, we're going to talk about sales content strategy, which is usually an episode of its own where we're going to do that. We're going to talk about tailored workflows and templates. That's really important because you really need to provide your people with a path for them to take when they're doing all their outreaches and things like that. We're also going to talk about the training program you're going to need for the rollout and then continuing coaching for improvement, which is something you should be doing no matter what, but it's especially important when it comes to uh, social selling and LinkedIn. And remember, you can download the ebook at socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash rollout. So with that, we're wrapping part one and we're wrapping the episode today, Brent. We are. Let's take it in for landing. Let's do it. So thanks again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter right now, we do this every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us recorded on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. If you'd like more information on our podcast, we have one more URL to throw at you and that's it. I promise socialsaleslink.com slash podcast, socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. We do two shows weekly, this one and our making sales social interview series, where we talk with the leaders and experts in sales, marketing, business, and a lot more areas, some of which are kind of surprising, but you'll definitely enjoy them. So until we meet again for part two, when you're out and about, be sure to make your sales social. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.